Welcome to the Von Nelson Podcast. Today is the first quarter 2022 Von Nelson Value Opportunity Recap Call. In the first quarter of 2022, the Von Nelson Value Opportunity Strategy returned negative 3.48% gross and negative 3.69% net, and that is compared to the Russell Midcap Value Index at negative 1.82%. And with me today is Senior Portfolio Manager, Chad Ferguson. And with that, Chad, I will turn things over to you. All right, Dan, thank you. So, you know, it's good to uh, be together today to talk about how we did last quarter. We'll talk about this for a couple minutes, and then I'll uh, look at, at what we think is happening right now in the markets and is going to happen here going forward for the next, uh, you know, the next several months. So, looking back for a moment on, on the last quarter, uh, we did very well through the end of February. We were actually uh, running uh, well ahead of the market, a couple hundred basis points ahead of the market through the end of February. Uh, we were doing then, frankly, what we're doing now, so I'll describe a, a little bit of the strategy then. You'll understand what we're doing now. Uh, we had been uh, somewhat defensive as we look uh, at the economy, as we look at the consumer, as we look at everything happening with respect to uh, interest rates. Um, we believe that we are going to be entering a slowing economy. The economy has been booming coming out of the pandemic, and it is starting to slow down. So, in uh, the first quarter, we were reasonably well positioned for this. We were doing well through the end of February. Uh, frankly, the only uh, real problem we had was the uh, the war in uh, in the Ukraine really caused a couple things to go kind of crazy. Uh, caused commodity prices to rise quite dramatically. Uh, we had been expecting that oil and gas prices could be rising, and, and we're well positioned for that. We were not really expecting a number of agricultural commodities, a number of metals, um, and the producers and movers of the commodities, the movers of agricultural goods, the producers and movers of metals. These all did very well in a very short period of time in uh, in the month of March. And so, uh, that caused a little bit of the underperformance we had, and so we ended up with the opportunity uh, lagging uh, just a little bit through the uh, through the end of the first quarter. That said, as we look forward and we ask how are we positioned today, and what do we think is happening in the world today? Uh, we are positioned in, in very much the same way. That is, we look out at the economy and we see uh, leading indicators that tell us two things. One, there are a set of indicators that tell us that consumers are doing very well. There's $2.9 trillion of excess savings sitting in bank accounts now versus what it otherwise should have been. That's amazing. Two, we've got uh, consumers that still have stimulus money they haven't spent. They've saved it, as we just discussed, and, and they still have it available to spend. And then three, we can look at certain parts of the economy. Uh, Delta Airlines told us recently that they had the best booking month they've ever had, not just in the pandemic, but ever, ever uh, in the month of March. So we can see that there's a certain aspect of the consumer economy right now, which you could say is booming. Now, on the other hand, there's a set of storm clouds on the horizon. We can look at them and say, okay, we know that the Fed is planning to raise rates. They've told us they're going to raise rates. We see inflation is running very high, and the Federal Reserve chairman has said, I'm going to raise rates. We're going to raise rates to stop that, to slow down inflation. We can see already that the market has anticipated this with mortgage rates rising. Mortgage rates have gone from, call it 3% to 5% here in a very short span of time, in the matter of a few months. That raises the cost of a house, right? Raises the monthly payment uh, by 25% or so on, uh, uh, on a standard home. And so you can imagine that as you do this, as rates rise, as mortgages rise, lots of things will slow down. The number of homes built, we should expect to slow. The number of people getting new mortgages, we should expect to slow. 
when homes are not being built and people aren't, aren't moving into homes, uh, lots of things slow down in consumers. People buy less furniture. They buy less clothing. They buy just fewer goods altogether. And that then trickles all the way through the economy because consumer spending is two-thirds of our economy. So we've got this very strong consumer today. But the consumer will tell you, if you ask them, they'll tell you they're not feeling very good about the economy. There's a, a survey that gets done all the time, that gets done monthly, and it's, uh, it's uh, at all-time lows. And we can see these storm clouds coming. So how do we position for this? We've got this world, which is doing well today, looking a little bit grim in the future. We position for this by being reasonably balanced at the moment. Uh, we are relatively conservative in some cases. Uh, we've still got a uh, you know, number of, of stocks which we expect to grow and, and do well. And we also think of this a little bit like we're playing poker. We're playing a game of Texas Hold'em. New cards are being unfolded for us. New cards are being opened up onto the, um, you know, onto the playing table. Every time a, a company comes out and reports their earnings, as we go through earnings season right now, we are learning more and more about how companies are doing and how the economy is doing. As those new cards are turned over, we will either get more excited and more aggressive and, and by uh, kind of lean in to the economy growing, or we'll get more conservative and more defensive and lean back and, and be more in a capital preservation mode. And as always, we'll continue to find opportunities that work either way. So what I've described is how we position a portfolio, so within the stocks that we own. We also will continue to look to buy new stocks, which can work in either scenario. I'll give you one quick example of that, and then we can, uh, we can move on. The quick example of that would be, you can look out today at uh, the budgets for police. Police funding is at an all-time high. Uh, Actually, economies uh, across the uh, local economies, states, local um, municipalities, those budgets are actually doing very well right now. Tax receipts are actually doing uh, very well. And so states, uh, local municipalities, cities all have money to fund their police forces. In particular, they have money to fund their police forces with better radios, new radios, body cameras, drones, all the interesting things you might want a uh, police force to have um, to allow them to communicate and also to allow for accountability. This is something everyone's looking for today. We have companies that uh, we can see out in the marketplace that provide this. Uh, we can pick one or more of those companies that we think will continue to provide this service and therefore will grow whether or not the economy is growing or shrinking, whether or not the consumer is booming or, or having a tough time. And so we can keep looking for companies like this that will do well, uh, we think, in, in virtually every scenario. So with that, uh, I'll wrap up and just say that we continue to do exactly what you would expect us to do. We continue to look for good companies, and we continue to try to position the portfolio to take account of where the, the market is heading. Well, great, Chad. I certainly appreciate that and the outlook and the positioning on the portfolio. So thank you very much, and we look forward to, uh, to a good quarter ahead and, and having you back here in a couple months. All right. Thank you, Dan. The views, information, and or opinions expressed during this podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Von Nelson and its employees. Von Nelson does not verify and assumes no responsibility for the accuracy of any of the information contained in the podcast. The primary purpose of the information, opinions, and thoughts presented in this podcast is to educate and inform. This podcast, or any podcast in the series, does not constitute professional investment advice 
or services, and any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk. Past performance is not an indication of future performance. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents of this podcast are the property of Von Nelson or used by Von Nelson with permission and are protected under U.S. copyright and trademark laws.